The Witch Way Spellcast with Sorceress Chisholm. That was Ostara by yours truly. I wrote that and made that on my little garage band about 10 years ago. And it's inspired by the Starhawk Core chant. And uh, Core is another name for Persephone, the goddess of the underworld. And now that the equinox has just swung around again, Persephone in the north is going back to the underworld. Farewell. She's uh, going back downstairs to do the work, to, to be the queen of the underworld. In the southern hemisphere, she's emerging. See, she gets to emerge on the southern hemisphere. So that little song is for Ostara because it is the full moon in Aries, which is the full moon of Ostara. And... The full moon of Mabon, which is the autumn equinox up here in the northern hemisphere where I'm currently located. I did grow up in Australia, so, you know, these seasonal things are important. You know, I know that the astrology that we used is based on the northern hemisphere. It's a little bit northern centric, and I think that we need to change that up a bit, you know. Because, hey, we, we bring our gods with us wherever we go. Right now, Australia is emerging into spring. 
Ostara is alive. She is, she is glorious in her raiment of spring. And here in the north, she's taking her leave. So she gets to do both. So, hey, that's pretty cool. So that's a song um, that celebrates the equinox. And, um, yeah, I thought I'd just put the song on at the beginning this time because I kind of use it in the the opening credits, but I've never actually played the whole thing. So there you go. How y'all doing out there? It's an Aries full moon. It's the it's a super moon again. We've just had four of the things. So it's the sign. It's in the sign of beginnings. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's fiery. It's cardinal. It's ready to go. It's instigating new things. It's pretty obvious that the landscape has changed. <laughs> I don't know if that's you, but you but I know that mine has. Um, we've had quite the ride. Um, and here we are. It's um, September 29th, 2023. Um, yeah. So I'm going to tell you about the astro for this month and do a little tarot reading. Um, so, yeah, it's a short and sweet one this time. Righto, let's get down with it. So Aries full moon, it's the final super moon for a, for a time. We've just had four of them and this is the last one. We're about to head into eclipse season as of next month. So that's going to be fun. But for now, let's talk about Aries. As you know, or if you've just started listening to this podcast or if you're not too familiar with astrology yet uh aries is the sign of the ram the ram and dam and ling and ling and ling dong i have an aries moon um and uh yeah it's it's quite the challenge having a fire sign in what is you know generally a kind of watery emotional you know heavenly body so Let's say it's quite challenging, but, you know, it's about doing a lot of work. <laughs> Anger management, one of those things. Uh, but, yeah, so Ramalama Ding Dong, Ramzilla, is, um, it's a powerful force for change and for movement and for action Jackson time, yeah. It's ruled by the planet and the god Mars, or Aris in Greek mythology. So Mars is the go-getter. Mars is ruling this lunation, especially so since Mars, the actual planet itself, is conjunct the sun in Libra. So it's um, very challenging right now to keep, to cool those jets and not to take off too quickly, lest we all, you know, burn out and um, explode in colorful fireworks. So, yeah, um, this Aries moon is conjunct Eris. In Greek mythology, Aris and Eris are siblings. Eris is the goddess of discord. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it can be a little bit, it can be a bit of rivalry there. Eris likes to, you know, throw a little bit of chaos into the mix um, and uh, what else? It's also conjunct the North Node, which is about the future. And it's also conjunct Chiron. 
the asteroid Chiron and the god of being the wounded healer. Some could even liken Chiron to Christ uh, in the sense that the healer must also be wounded in order to transform this wound into something that's healed. So it's it's kind of like a paradox, but it does work. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of Christians out there. Jesus Christ is a very enduring archetype. If you're not a Christian, um, this is something that I've, you know, had an interesting journey with. I grew up a Christian in the Lutheran church. So, you know, I have my own relationship with Jesus and have recently been reading a book about his history. If one were to actually look at the history that was occurring at the time, and it's called Zealot, the Jesus of Nazareth story. It's a really interesting read. I do recommend you check it out. So yeah, Chiron, the wounded healer, Com- combined with Eris, combined with Iris, and combined with the North Node, there's a lot of there's a lot of tension there, but there's a lot of potential chaos. But that can be, you know, creative energy as well. Um, but also, it can be quite explosive energy too. So this, of course, is being tempered by the Sun in Libra, and Libra is the sign of the Scales, and it is Cardinal Air. So these, this is the axis of the self and relationships, yeah? Aries is about the self, Libra is about the other, the relationship that you have to yourself and also to another person. Um, and so the message or the motto of Libra is I balance. So while our Aries is saying, I want to say Aris. <laughs> so while Aries is saying, I am what I am, Libra is saying, hey, I got to balance this. You can't just go hell for leather without thinking about the consequences potentially. And the fact that Mars is conjunct the sun right now means that he can't really go hell for leather and bludgeon someone over the head. This is about temperance. Yeah. This is the martial artist way the way of the mind, mental discipline, the way of the warrior, okay? So it's about diplomacy on Mars's part in this particular full moon. But it is great because there are new things popping up, instigation of the new. Um, We are fired up by Aries trine. Trine, A trine is a triangular um, configuration between the planets so they were generally well they are they are of the same element so Aries being a fire sign is currently being trined by Venus and the asteroid Juno in Leo and this is also very interesting because in Greek mythology we all know what Venus is famous for you know she is she's is beauty she's love she's lust and Juno is she is the married wife. She is, she represents status and structure and bureaucracy to some extent as well. Um, and so these two are actually having tea together in Leo and Leo rules sovereignty. It rules being a queen, being in charge of yourself. And 
interestingly enough, Venus is now direct. She's still in her shadow, so she's going to be feeling a lot more direct and, um, yeah, what's the word? Mm, empowered. I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but yeah, from October 7th, she'll be back in her forward motion and she'll have completely recovered from her time in the underworld. That Venus retrograde was something, wasn't it? So yes, but Juno's actually on side. It's kind of like, hey, the wife and the mistress are actually on the same side. You know, the patriarchy's done a great job of separating us women, you know, to keep us in line, to keep us controlled. You know, so in this case, I think it's really powerful the fact that this is trining this full moon in Aries with all these other elements here. It's a really powerful, powerful thing. It's great. It's also the harvest moon, which is a beautiful song by Neil Young. Cause I'm still in love with you on this harvest moon. I just break into song from time to time. You should know this about me. So, yes, Aries is about self. It's about owning your identity. And it's about warts and all. Yeah. Um, another thing to take into mind is that, yeah, it is in a T-square configuration with Pluto, Lord of the Underworld. Pluto is still retrograde in Capricorn until October 11th when he starts to go into forward motion again and T squares T stands for tension right and Pluto is really forcing this it's like hey that shit's gone it's time to transform use this it may be that you you might encounter something uncomfortable you might need to take a risk something like this might be coming up for you um there may be a showdown. There may be a situation where you just have to get out of your own way. It's already in the works. It's probably nothing. You're probably making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, there may be something that you need to confront about yourself. It may be a bit scary to do, but it's an important growth process. There's no point just having a tantrum because things aren't going your way. Why is your inner child having tantrums what does she need what do they need in order to feel safe and brave enough to face the future okay that's what this is saying but we are getting help from the mothers venus and juno you know they're helping things out right so trust in that trust in the love trust in uh the, the situation that is okay and it might be that you just need to take things to task, okay? And sit down and shut up and listen. And yeah, things will work out. It's a brave new world. Um, take the time to be clear with your intentions. Okay, so Mercury is now direct. And uh, this is a completely new situation for you, okay? And it might seem like things have completely changed and you're not sure how to proceed. Pluto going direct soon will also help with you making these decisions. Libra being the scales can sometimes be very, it might, it might be hard for the Libra to, to make a decision, but the Aries 
element here will help with that okay um it's alchemy time it's psychic surgery time um yeah work with that um just yeah take into consideration that moon in aries can be impatient um, easy to anger hot-headed um, and the negative aspects of libra can yeah like i said before indecisive people pleaser unable to make decisions so bring these two elements together okay and things will work out so that's all i have to say on the astro for this month let's do a tarot card a new deck to work with it is the tarot of light and shadow it's gorgeous it's all black and white and they look like wood block cuts wood block prints so let's see what this particular tarot deck has to say for us this month this Aries full moon, this equinox, Aries full moon. It's almost the beginning of a new year, yeah? If, if, if a year were six months, this would be the beginning of the next cycle. Going into the waning year now. Or, if you're living in the south, going into the waxing side of the year. Two sides of the same coin. All right, let's choose a card. Here we go. Okay. We got the Princess of Swords. Oh, she looks fun. Let me describe the card for you. So it appears to be a young warrior woman. She's dressed as if she were a warrior, like a Spartan warrior. She's got Roman sandals on and she's holding her sword aloft and her hair is streaming behind her. And it looks like there's fire burning out of a, um, out of a vessel that's on a column. And at her feet is an owl. This looks like Athena to me. Athena, the goddess of wisdom. The owl is her consort, is her familiar, you could say, not consort. And Athena loves strategy. She really gets off on that. She is very learned. She, she's got her nose in books constantly. And she really enjoys helping out the hero in a story. One of my favorite stories is um, The Odyssey, written by Homer, and it's a Greek poem about our hero Odysseus, who is uh, who goes to war, right? The Trojan War, to fight alongside his, uh, his friends to liberate the goddess um, 
Helen. Well, not the goddess Helen, but (laughs) if you don't know the story, go and check it out. It's a very famous story. She who could launch a thousand ships. Okay, so Athena decides to help Odysseus or Ulysses, and he gets lost on his way back to Ithaca, his home island. And so Athena is here to tell us that she's very interested in our cause. What exactly are we trying to achieve here? So let me read to you from the uh, the little booklet that I've got here. Princess of Swords, Earth of Air, Young Daughter Complete, wisely executes her decisions with practical determination and skill. So it's saying here she is a mistress of the powers of air, She stamps and prances before a smoky altar, brandishing her sword. Hers is a ritual dance of devotion, but also a rite of irresistible ardor. This princess, the most agitated of them all, never stops moving. She loves the rhythms of movement. Her long hair flies behind her. She wears a rustic costume of woven reeds or grasses, skirt and collar of wheel-like weaving that seems both African and medieval. For all her wildness, she is like Athena. (laughs) How about that? The protector of the temple of wisdom and truth. The sage owl is thus her emblem. She is air out of air. She tames her swirling fast movement element with her slicing sword. So yes, it's indicating that there is an extravagant soul worshipping at the sacred altar of a mysterious creed. It is a dance of airy smoke, but also a solemn rite. So this is it. Take it seriously, but also have fun with it. It's hard to do both sometimes, but your work, what you're here to do, you are the hero of your own story, and Athena will come to your aid. Blessed be. Okay, thanks everyone for tuning in to the Witchway Spellcast. I hope you have a really great full moon, harvest moon. Go and dance it up with Athena. She's got your back. Everything is great. And if you are fighting in some way, shape or form, call on her at this time to help with your good fight and I will be talking with you again in a month's time and um, yeah I just want to really express my appreciation to to you who are listening right now it means a lot that um, people are listening to this podcast So if you're interested in any of the other stuff I do, I have social media and I do feed the beast from time to time. So, you know, the old Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, you know, if if you go and have a look at my music, have a listen. There's plenty more where that came from and I hope to bring you some new stuff soon. Um, If you're in Tokyo, I have a show coming up on the 7th, sorry, yeah, the 7th of October 
over in Lighthouse Kokubunji, where I'll be performing my original songs and also in a choir with my friend Annie Knight and the Wailers. So it's going to be a great night. If you can make it out, be awesome. All right, everybody, have a fantastic full moon. Oh, see you next time. The Witch Way Spellcast with Sorceress Chisholm.